In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. All In with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Everybody, Scott Patterson, I am All In podcast, and I do not have a charger. So we better talk fast. <laughs> we better get this all. Uh, wow, Wait, I have a so charger. Scott, you guys, Scott is film, working on his TV show. And uh, so we said, bring this, bring this. And so no, we said, no, you just said, the- bring the laptop. Bring the laptop. Bring the laptop. We will send you every. You didn't say bring the charger. You said bring the lot. Just all you need to do is bring the laptop. So we're all in a panic because you're a literal minded person. Everybody listen close because we only have 30% power. (laughs) Sincere. This be the fastest episode ever. Episode one (laughs) new and improved Lorelei. Uh, season six. Season six. Uh, uh, One Productions. iHeart Radio. I am joined by my intrepid crew, Amy Sugarman, Tara Sood, and about to take maternity leave, Danielle Romo. Uh, Danielle, and- I'm three days away from popping. Hopefully, <laughs> how, how does it feel that this is your last appearance for a few months on the I Am All In podcast? You know, I'm definitely going to miss you guys, but I'm kind of excited to watch it on my own and listen yes. to the podcast, oh, you yeah. know, like to be on the reverse side and then to right. get mad at you guys for liking <laughs> Logan and to get mad uh-huh. at you guys yeah. for liking Lorelai in Bring certain it. parts or, you know, whatever. So oh, I'm yeah. excited for it to be on the on the other side of it for a few months. All right. Well, we're there is miss something you. enjoyable about watching TV and not having to have a notepad and yeah. taking notes. Like, <laughs> I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we would like, and drum roll, please, and blaring trumpets. And I know that's all. Here we go. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, you know her, you love her, you wanted her, <laughs> and we're giving her to you. Okay. 
Here she is, ladies and gentlemen, the inevitable, the inevitable, Suzanne French Woo! is joining the Intrepid Crew. Hello. Thank you How for you having doing, me. How you Suzanne? Thanks for joining us. Do you feel uh, nervous, Suzanne? I, do you feel I do. Oh. I feel, yeah, it's a little overwhelming to kind of, you know, join an existing team and, you know, try to fit myself in. And, you know, Danielle obviously has some big shoes to fill, so I'll do my best. We'll see how that goes. Just <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne, I am officially passing off the crown to you. Make sure you hold it high. I will try my best justice. to be worthy of it. <laughs> Wait, Danielle, in all seriousness, have a great baby. <laughs> Is that what you say? Thank have you. a great baby? You want to hear a fun, little, a fun little tidbit? One, we're in between like three names right now. Mm -hmm. So this, when I come back, this very much might not be a good tease. But one of the <laughs> names is a Gilmore Girls name. Oh, wow. Logan. Is it Logan? <laughs> yeah, Amy, I'm going to name my kid Logan. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> of all the, I think of I, the you gonna You're going to name him Lucas? Huh? Wait, you're main, just going to have to find out. Main Lucas? cast? Yeah, that's it. That's main it. cast? Oh, good no, question. Nothing else. Nothing else. I'll tell you guys eventually when I come back what Christopher. If, if I don't choose the name, what the name is that I was right. in between. Okay, so listen, that. everybody listening, uh, chime in. Let us know how you <laughs> feel about the name of Daniel. Let's name Danielle's baby. What do you think? It should? should it be Luke? <laughs> should it be Logan? Luke. It could be Luke. <laughs> could be Luke. Team Jess, Team Dean. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to wager that it's not going to be Taylor. Hmm? <laughs> could be Jackson. Could I'm be Taylor. Wager, I love I, the name I, Taylor. I'm going to wager it's not going to be Jackson. Michelle? Laura? I'm, I'm not giving you guys anything else. I'm going to bet the ranch <laughs> that it's not Michelle. Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> what about Dune or Rune? What was that guy's name? Rune? <laughs> <laughs> Rune? <laughs> Rune? Uh, you guys will find out soon enough. Listen, um... We would be remiss if we didn't ask you if you could please carve out some time right now to do your final pre-baby synopsisizations. Oh, good oh call, Scott. Oh, that was a good call. What a good way to send me out. Um, but after this, Suzanne, this is all you. Uh-oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, this is season six, episode one, new and improved Lorelei. Air date September 13th, 2005. Luke says yes to Lorelai's marriage proposal and buys a ring from Kirk. Rory goes to court for stealing the boat and is disappointed when Lorelai doesn't show up. Emily can't wait to start redecorating the pool house for Rory and goes to Lorelai's to pick up the rest of Rory's belongings. And Paris freaks out when she finds out that Rory's not going back to Yale. And that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Danielle Romo. Mrs. Danielle Romo. She's leaving the she's leaving the Zoom. Bye, Danielle. <laughs> Love you guys. I'll text you guys when I'm watching Love these you, episodes and yes, and comment all, on all the Instagram posts and everything. So I will be. I and will the, be there. And the, the due date is uh, three days from now. Yep, September 27th. All right, all the best, and uh, we look forward to seeing all. We can't of those wait to meet Logan. And, we can't wait to <laughs> meet little Luke. A little Luke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, much love. All the best. Love you and guys. Peace out. Love you. Okay. Bye. 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 Love you.
You guys, like, she's really left the Zoom. She's just it's like it's she's like gone. It's a it's like a like a sucking sound. It's a vacuum. It's like <laughs> wow, and actually, how are we gonna how are we gonna fill this? And we have okay, Suzanne, you're on the hot seat. Uh-oh. Ready? <laughs> you ready? You are going to also do the synopsisizations right oh. now because we want to compare and contrast. <laughs> we want to see what kind of game you got. Okay, so we're going to reread the synopsis. You got it. Yes. All right. Okay. Let's see how you handle it. Okay. No, I have not rehearsed this, but here I go. Uh, so we have season six, episode one, new and improved Lorelei, which aired on September 13th, 2005. And I need to put on my reading glasses, apparently. <laughs> All right. Luke I'll says do a yes. Great start. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Luke says yes to Lorelai's marriage proposal and buys a ring from Kirk. Rory goes to court for stealing the boat and is disappointed when Lorelai doesn't show up. Emily can't start. Can't wait to start redecorating the pool house for Rory and goes to Lorelai's to pick up the rest of Rory's belongings. And Paris freaks out when she finds out that Rory is not going back to Yale. You fit in perfectly already, not Suzanne. Not bad at all. That, I got not bad k- at all with a slight imperfection. That. We love it. That's pretty okay. much yeah. I did have a little stumble there, but next a time we'll practice. A little finger snapping. That's pretty cool <laughs> stuff. That's pretty smooth. Pretty cool, man. Nice one. So, Scott. Yes. Right out the gate. Yes. How did you feel about season six, episode one? Well, I always had an issue with her proposing to me. Uh, but they really did get into it and they addressed it. I, you know, I thought about this and I, mm-hmm. I, I surmised that this is probably how it happened between uh, Amy Sherman and Dan mm-hmm. Palladino. I bet you she just blurted it out because they I think they like to write a lot about their own lives and they, they put it mm-hmm. into the character. So I think that's probably how it happened. And so that's how they could best write it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually um, quite like it. It's very Lorelai-esque. And she's no, I don't like it. I'm never gonna like it. I'm not saying I I like it. it. I'm just saying I understand where it came. I think I understand where it came from. Could be wrong, but I think that's how it went down. But it opens up for so much good comedy too, because Mm -hmm. everybody giving you all those subtle jabs. Uh huh. If it was the reverse, we wouldn't be able to enjoy all that. Why can't I be the butt of the joke? You know why not? Sure, I agree. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty great. So you know. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. I, I kind of liked it. It was totally, it, it, it was surprising. Did you find it empowering? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. It's not about that to me. It no. wasn't about that whole right. like masculine feminine thing. To me, it was like, she was super sad. She felt like her relationship with Rory was falling apart. She's at her lowest with her parents. Right. And she comes in and the reason she did it was because she sees you being this hero. And if you want to mm-hmm. say masculine hero, fine. You were like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to fix this. We're going to solve this. And so I don't think she had it planned. I think she's like, you know what? This guy loves me. This guy's here for me. This guy's not leaving me. Even in this poop storm I'm in, will you marry me? I don't. I don't think she had it planned either, but what bothered me is when she's like, I just want to be happy right now. And I'm like, okay, well, right. give it like, like what happens if, like, would she have asked Luke tomorrow? You know, mm-hmm. like, I think that line bothered me where she said, I want to be happy right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I agree with mm-hmm. that. I felt like it was, um, 
it was very abrupt. It was almost kind of like a knee-jerk reaction. It wasn't uh-huh. like, oh, I really love Luke and I want to spend the rest of my life with him. It was like, I just need something to distract me from the chaos of Rory. And it just felt a little bit like a knee-jerk reaction to me. Yeah, yeah I agree with I, that. Yeah, that's what bugged me about it so much because I just, you think of what you could have done with uh, those scenes, Luke planning for it, buying the ring. You know, it's like everybody was coming at him with, he he wasn't driving his own narrative. He's not he's not the captain of his own ship. She's in, always going to be the captain. Why? Because it's called the Gilmore Girl. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, no, that's exactly why. That's you know a, what no, I mean? That's exactly like, why. Yeah, yes, like it's that her is show. exactly why. I wonder how the fans felt. I, you know, let's take a poll of uh, audience again. Here's another chime in on this. You know, mm-hmm. we want to know how you feel about it. Did you feel like it was a missed opportunity to really do some? some incredibly romantic things uh, in a traditional way, or do you like the modern way as Miss Patty stated? I know that the modern thing is sort of becomes a a subtext of the episode a little bit. To me, it was just very Lorelai-ish and that's what I love about it. So I agree with Tara and Suzanne in that I see why that line bothered them. But for me, she does everything like that. So it's it it tracked and I love her. So for me, it was like, yeah, that's how you do it, girl. Do it. Like mm-hmm. go Lorelai, because I re- I relate to her and I want to look sort of live my life in that same manner. So I was like, I'm in. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't give and me to what take, I and take and to take the ball away from him when he's got a layup, you know, and nobody's guarding him is I don't know. Except that he was also at his moment mm-hmm. where he had just said, I don't want the Twickham house. He had done the kid thing. So he was sort of freaking out and kind mm-hmm. of backpedaling. So for me, it's also like, she just did it. She's saying to him, yeah, I am all in too. Right. Because he had that doubt in his mind because he thought, oh, she's going to sell the inn and she's going to you know, move on and maybe she doesn't want to be with me. And so he may not have been at a place that he would have made that taking that step at that point you know it would have been great if he'd have just said you know what let me do it correct but they did that on friends oh they did <laughs> they literally they did, did that on they friends. did that on friends uh, uh, just a few years earlier am i right or maybe uh, somebody so give, look me, up. Give, give me they, uh, if he just said give me a 24-hour window let me do this the way i want to do it so keep me honest, but when did Monica just to get it off my Chandler? chest? Jesus, the guy's been pining for her. For oh, long. yeah. I don't Somebody know look not- up because what happens on Friends is mm. Monica. There's this whole sort of like misunderstanding. So, so it was May 18th, 2000. So there's no way Amy and Dan are going to copy what Friends did. So what Friends did is Monica proposes to Chandler and she kind of flubs it. And then she says, there's a reason girls don't do this. And then they switch in that scene and Chandler does it. And I just think they're not going to repeat that exactly. I think they. It's it cool. Was a, what they it did. was a season finale, too. So it would have been like really just copying friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. And it, it would have been weird if. She did it, and then Luke was the one that basically says, well, wait, you didn't do that right. Let's do it. Let me... Like, it just would have been weird. Like, he was kind of rejecting her proposal because she didn't do it the right way. So, wait, Scott, let me ask you this. You're you're Luke, right? You're Luke. And you know how much you love Lorelai. 
and how much you've always loved her and how finally your dreams are coming true with her. You're telling me that Luke wasn't stoked that she just said, I want to spend the rest of my life with you and marry you. He's thrilled. And I'm not saying, you know, everything has to be super traditional, but for the love of, you know what, for the love of Pete, for the love of John, for the love of Luke, let <laughs> <laughs> the guy propose to the woman and give him a wedding. They, they couldn't even give these two a wedding. They gave well, a sister a you're wedding. You're getting they, ahead of that. You're getting ahead. No, I'm we not. Don't know that the, the point is, is how they see the character, you know? And to me, playing the character, it's a little bit challenging, you know, to to not be able to propose because those are big moments. Well, and but those you don't know really what's going to happen things. yet. But I wanted to act it. I wanted to be in those scenes and act it. Don't you get it? I didn't get to act it. And then I didn't get to have the wedding and we didn't get to act any of that stuff. And it was just like a you know, we eloped and it was like kind of all about her and which is fine. It's her show. Fine. That's really the point of all of this. It's like, Hey, it's her show. And that's the way it is. It is her show. And I get that part of it, but it I also think it's tracks. a better show. I think it's a better show. If I propose and we get a big wedding, sorry, that's just how I feel. You oh, want to call me the big wedding, you call me but- sexist. You want to call me traditional? Fine. I'll take it. But that's just how I feel about it. Well, also wait, because you don't exactly know what's coming. So so hang tight. But also it tracks with Lorelai. Like this move was a very Lorelai move. Also, we're making a TV show. So I loved the cliffhanger of it. It was great. Listen, you can like it all you want. I will never like it. You can't talk me into liking it. Okay. We That's can, fair. That's we totally can agree fair. to disagree. Okay. Let's let's see how fans chime in. Okay. Let's see what they say. Some are going to agree with you. Some are going to agree with me. Let's let's see. Let's see what happens. You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U fund. With a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs, from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store.
Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart plus membership requires active service on straight talk gold or platinum unlimited plans. One offer per eligible straight talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. The only criticism I have of the scene, and I do have a little bit, and I see what you guys think. So now move into season one, because we kind of were backpedaling a little bit on the end of season five. But the only part that I think got awkward is actually the moment after the proposal when they're all awkward he says yes and then she's like oh we should do something when they go try to get alcohol yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i i agree i i think it was the the whole awkwardness was awkward um you know luke always has beer up in his apartment so why are they running around trying to find something to toast with that that was um odd although I did have to laugh at the <laughs> when uh, they were outside the diner and Taylor tells Lorelai, if you think you have to be drunk to be with Luke, <laughs> that did crack me up. But in general, it was a little odd that they were kind of just stumbling around like, we don't know what to do next. I mean, you celebrate. I mean, that's. I also had to Google what Zima is. <laughs> I, I actually did not know what Zima was. I was either. like, what is that? Okay, so. <laughs> everybody can weigh in on their thoughts on that scene we now go to the new opening credits which again keep me honest but sean gunn's in there and zukri i can't remember if sean was in there before but zukri's definitely been added to the opening credits yeah he's no longer this i think he was like featuring special or special or guest yeah mm. so that was sort of something mm-hmm. all right so the next scene you guys are in bed and it is a little bit of a I'm interested to hear your thoughts because this is where you finally reveal the house 
she doesn't even know that you had bought the house and canceled the house. She's sort of asleep and you are opening up to her about that. You know, she kind of wakes up. You bought a house. I, I thought the way he was acting was out of character. I didn't understand it when I was watching it. I kept saying, why is Luke acting that way? That's not Luke. Who is that? That's that was that's my whole commentary on that scene. I yeah, what do understand. you think he what do you what would have I, I didn't understand it. I did not understand uh, why he was behaving in that way. See, I got the vibe. OK, so they're in bed. Obviously, they're like happy. She's falling asleep. He even says, is this really happening? So I think he's happy. I think he's ecstatic mm -hmm. that the love of his life, they're engaged. But then he sort of is. Uh, what's the word? Conflicted. So you guys are in bed and this is where you finally open to her, open up to her. Mm -hmm. Right. That you bought the house. And she sort of says, just include me in these big decisions. I, I don't even think she was like she wants kids. This is where she tells you. Kids would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was refreshing to finally see Luke open up about what he was feeling because Luke is so mm -hmm. stoic and he's hard to read and the first time I watched it I remember being like really excited like oh my gosh we're finally getting to see like the the soft Luke that's underneath the hard shell um and so I I liked that scene because it was a side of Luke that we had not seen in the previous five seasons yeah I mean I did too I, I also like that we don't have this like thing she doesn't know now she knows about the house and they've addressed the kid thing. And she flat out says like, yeah, kids would be good. So I was sort of like, Ooh, okay, we're good. We're doing mm -hmm. good here. I think she's warming up to the idea of like, like, you know, like when, when she goes and gets the pamphlet or whatever from the house and they're like, Oh, mentions of kids again. Like, it's kind of like, <laughs> she's starting to think about it a little bit more. I mean, it may not be like exactly what she wants, but she's thinking about it. You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U-fund with a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store.
Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4 14 24 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. The limit of five phones per customer Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement, family plan discounts, four lines, all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts, Walmart Plus membership requires active service on Straight Talk Gold or Platinum Unlimited plans. One offer per eligible Straight Talk account, standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. Can I also ask you something, Scott, that's probably going to irritate you, but just Mm -hmm. I want to ask it. Go ahead. Take a deep breath. (laughs) I am a huge, I'm going to say this and be appropriate. To me, Luke is so handsome, right? Why do they do that to your hair? I know it, it, it did it look just so strange. So dumb. It it's like so it looked like so I don't know what was that like 80s hair? It was so dumb. I'm like <laughs> was that, why was are that you making 70s this 70s hair 80s hair? It was like all so floppy and they looked like so much of it and so long <laughs> and like, so shiny. Guy, it, it was me, like it a was different so person. <laughs> It was not Luke. It dressed I, in, a, in his disco shirt agree. and, and his disco, disco pants and his floppy hair. I just, I, what the yeah, heck was, was that? Very I look like one of the Bee Gees. Fever. That's Scott. Oh my God. You're right. It was so Saturday Night Fever. I'm like, why are they doing this? Like, Luke is so handsome. Like, Luke's a total babe. Like, I know this. Why are they giving doing that? <laughs> so dumb. So I will throw the biggest flag on the play ever there. I'm like, hey, hair person. What in the heck? <laughs> Let the this guy look, look like it was so. It looked like an older guy trying to look like he was 20. <laughs> it yeah, was it's like, so weird. Dude, and so oh. unnecessary. Like, he, you looked great. Why do you? I don't get that. It that was very me. Saturday Night Fever, wasn't it? It was like, don't touch my hair. <laughs> my hair. Daddy hit my hair. I walk hard on it and you hit it. 
That's so true. The 70s Bee Gees analogy. It did make me think that in bed you were just going to start doing this. Uh, 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 like, what? You know what? what? I would have preferred it. I would have preferred it to the way he was acting in bed. Mm. I wish he'd have broken out. Into I think one of the reasons song. you hate these scenes is because that hair. <laughs> Sorry. Brutal. I just had to say. All right. I don't want to kick a man while he's down, but like, <laughs> here. Hey, it doesn't matter. There's nothing left to kick. That, that, that part <laughs> is gone. Let's see if we can turn it around. So anyway, so uh, then we go to the diner and mm-hmm. you're so happy. You are so happy. You're pouring coffee uh-huh, and, uh-huh, you know, basically uh-huh. dancing around. And then here comes Miss Patty and Babette and they know. They know. I they think you don't know. like it because they know everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and they Miss had, Tilly, someone, someone he's Tilly, Tilly strikes he's again. Tilly. Yeah. And then, he's and they had, Tilly. you know, those two had the appropriate reaction. By the way, how glorious is it when those two come on the screen? How <laughs> great are they at, at acting? How great are these two together? This was a great Sally Struthers episode. I don't oh, want to jump God. ahead, yeah. but when she's running. Like- <laughs> yeah. And do you know, when I was watching the episode last night, um, I thought to myself, I'm standing there. Acting with Sally Struthers. Yeah. Yeah. I, from yeah. Gloria, from All in the Family. And I grew up watching that show and I grew up watching her. Mm-hmm. I thought this is one of the great actresses in our business, right? Yeah. Of it's all funny time. you say that. And, and, and I'm sitting there doing comedy scenes with her. <laughs> it was thrilling to watch. That was the thrilling part for me. I actually agree. I had a moment. I think because this really let Babette have some great moments. Oh. I had the same thing last night where I was like, you know what? Sally Struthers rocks. Like, this is awesome. She's the best actress alive. Yeah. There's not a better comedy actress than her. There is. She is it. She's a gem. She should have her own show. It's just unbelievable. And I wonder, did she think of holding the boobs while she's running or did they direct that? Because to me, it felt like she thought of it. I was going to say, I feel like it's a her thing. It's a her Mm. thing to me. God, what a. And and, uh, again, here I am going to harp on why. You know, imagine Liz Torres and Sally Struthers in their own comedy series. Oh, I mean, that's Laverne and Shirley. I was to gonna me. Say, like, that would be so did, they did Laverne and Shirley. They did yeah. the Golden Girls. They did all kinds of things. Yeah. Don't tell me because of their age or whatever that it couldn't be done. They've done it before a hundred times. It totally could have. Yeah. I would have watched that spinoff. That would have been awesome. That I would have watched that too. I would have watched that right after the uh, Huntsburgers spinoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually would have preferred the. I I love me some Logan. What about the Jess spinoff? That's <laughs> all the nah. spinoffs. That, I actually think it? it's kind of a bummer that the Jess spinoff didn't work, but it, I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. It was, it well, I, look, Scott. Yeah. I think you're bothered because you're Lou, right? And the whole yeah. episode is basically people giving you grief for not proposing. So there's no way that's not going to sink into you as well. They should. Well, I mean, to me, it's just hilarious. Like, and I actually think Luke was fine with it until everyone started making it such a thing. And that's Mm -hmm. why he became less fine with it. Well, he lives in a world of lowered expectations, especially when it comes to Lorelai. And, uh, you know, at this point, it's just, he just take what he can get, you know, <laughs> that isn't true. So, well, he'll you've say yes like, to anything at this point. You know, you've got like the love it's, of your life, but yeah, but he's acting a little desperate. You know, 
I mean, it's, he's it's, not. <laughs> no, he's not. You don't think he's so? just like, no, I don't think it's desperate at all. I think mm-hmm. it's like, this is the course of the relationship. You obviously were thinking about it too, because you bought the Twickham house. You were ready to take the next step. You didn't think she was. So she came and said, I am ready. Marry me. And then she goes by the Twickham house and talks to the the realtor. And you can see in her eyes like. He should have just bought the damn house, proposed well, to her, taken her over the threshold. I don't disagree. That would have been cool. And, but and, 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 and they could make babies and that's it. You know, if you can't get comedy out of that, I, don't, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Well, tell the the story right. You know what I mean? Tell it right. Respect the character. Respect the characters. I mean, look, your version isn't wrong, but I don't think their version's wrong either. It's just different versions and different perspectives and different ideas. Uh Because as a Lorelai, like, I love her. I like how this is going. I even like where it goes. And where does it go? I'm not telling you. <laughs> so oh, you mean in future episodes. <laughs> yeah, meaning this season. Anyway. Well, I'm reacting. See, see, I don't have the benefit of foresight. You do. Correct. So I'm reacting in real time. Yep. Uh, and I would have to say I'm a little more invested in this than most people. Definitely. So forgive my... Uh, my edgy responses, but, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I, it took a lot of effort and a lot of painstaking effort to uh, create this character mm-hmm. and I'm very proud of it. And in certain moments I'm not, and I'm just going to state that openly. And if it riles the, uh, the fans, then, then it riles the fans. The reason I got Luke is because I'm not a bullshitter. Okay. And that's why, I, that's why I got the job. It's because I, I was straightforward it. in the audition. I was who I am, and I'm being who I am now. That's I'm why I played it. the character. So when and I, I see think, it go off course, I'm going to say something. Well, and I think you, because you're you're you are the character, right? It's it's one and the same. These people poking you was funny until it was the straw that broke the camel's back. So I think you're. Look, I don't want to psychoanalyze. A little triggered by the fact that all Babette, you know, uh, Kirk, all these people are giving you even a little, maybe others are giving you a little grief for not proposing within this episode. And they should. Because <laughs> that's all the right, only yeah. when you when you do this to the characters and there's only one path that that can go. Then the other so, characters have to respond. And that's how they respond. That's how anybody yeah. can respond. Yeah. Because it is they're, anticip- a, yeah. they're anticipating the fans are going to respond in this way. I as think well. you're right. I think I think you make a great point there. There is obviously they knew the fans would have feelings, and that's why they write this in. I mean, it's a major storyline. People mm-hmm. giving Luke grief for not being the one to propose. So you're not wrong. If 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 we ever get those two on the show. Then we can ask them point blank. What was the thought process behind mm-hmm. this? Was this your real life experience? You know, mm-hmm. and you wanted to write it. You thought you could write it really well because you lived it. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know. So what, what do you th- think? What do you all think about Lorelai going by the Twickham house and sort of looking at it longingly and talking to the agent? 
think she, I think she's thinking about it. Like, you know, yeah. at this point in her life, Rory's not there. I mean, whether they're in a fight or not, Rory doesn't live at that house anymore. She is alone. And I think that she's thinking about her future with Luke and maybe a new house and a new home mm-hmm. is the start of a new life. So mm-hmm. I think I think she really took that into perspective. Yeah, yeah. she's thinking about all the possibilities it, that she hadn't really considered before. Yeah, it's it's pretty major that scene, even though it's small. Mm-hmm. I think there's more, you know, it's important. So then Richard calls to talk about Charlie Davenport, the attorney. And then we kind of get into the Rory storyline. So I do want to talk about that because I have a lot yeah. of questions for you guys about that. Yeah. So Rory's in the beach house or the, I'm sorry, the beach, house, the pool house. <laughs> Rory's in the pool house and Emily comes in at 830 and redecorating and coffee and the breakfast spread that looked like I was at the Four Seasons. <laughs> so what do y'all think of that? Uh, well, it's definitely, uh, I thought the bed, the bed stuff was funny and then made pulling the pillow out from under her head. I mean, it was all very well yeah. choreographed and well acted. And I, th- I think Alexis again is just, she's so smooth and so good and so effortless in her comedy, um, that it's always relaxing to watch her. You can relax and laugh. Yeah. You know, yeah. She's never sawing the air too much with her th- hand thus as hamlet instructs the players to <laughs> not be too histrionic and i think you know any actor worth their salt could take a look at alexis's performance in in this show and and learn something about how to just really relax and ease mm-hmm. into a role and ease into dialogue because she's very very smooth and self-assured and and you know there's no rough edges and that's hard to accomplish you know, it's 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 effortless, fluid acting, and it's that's acting at its best. So I think she she didn't get a lot of credit for this. Um, uh, but I'm I'm very impressed with what I'm seeing. I'm very very impressed with what I'm seeing from her. I'm 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 believing everything she says. I'm following her through all these stories, and I, mm-hmm. I just it's hard to find a false moment with her. She's she's very genuine and very real, and it's. And it just all looks very effortless. And that's what you look for. Yeah, I agree. I don't have any critique of the performance. I have um, the storyline. I have a critique that we'll get to. Of uh, the, We'll get to it. But I have a controversial question for Suzanne. Oh, God. Uh, Suzanne, have you seen on TikTok how people talk about Rory's voice from season one versus the voice in the later seasons? What is the deal with that? So, okay, I, I'm not on TikTok, but I've seen it mentioned in the past, like in Facebook groups and stuff. And I I don't know. She's, she does, her voice does seem to change. And I've also noticed that it changes in different situations, too. Like, she speaks to her grandparents in a different tone than she oh, speaks to Lorelai. Oh. And I don't know if that was a conscious choice or not, but you definitely... There are changes in her voice over over time. I didn't know. I did not know that. I need to look this up. Yeah, you definitely yeah. need to look up Rory's voice in season one because it's significantly deeper. And what I'm assuming oh, is deeper because she, and this is just me throwing an idea out. And you guys, Suzanne, Tara, Scott, you all can weigh in or the fans. I think she wasn't as comfortable in season one because it's her first acting job mm-hmm. ever, right? So she might have really been like working on the voice and intentionally 
whatever you do to your voice. And then as she becomes more comfortable in the character, she relaxes into what is her actual, more natural voice. That's just my my thought on it. Yeah. The opposite of you would normally think it would be the opposite, right? Like when you're younger, your voice is higher. And so you would think it would have gotten deeper as she got older. But um, I, I don't know the explanation. So your theory makes as much sense as anything. <laughs> I go with the Elizabeth Holmes theory. You know, that that bad blood lady. So yes. she has her normal voice, right? But then to convey sort of authority when she was in the business she lowered her voice so to me maybe alexis made the choice like oh i really want to sound right mm-hmm. I-, I don't know i'm just this is completely made up alleged uh guessing here but then she ca- became so comfortable in the character that she's able to be a little bit more her own mm-hmm. self and not act so much i could see yeah, that but- that makes sense yeah You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U-fund with a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart plus membership requires active service on straight talk, gold or platinum unlimited plans. One offer per eligible straight talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. Okay, so I wanted to talk about something um, that happened the, the that first morning in the pool house. Um, did you guys notice how thrilled Emily was to have Rory there? Mm. Um, I thought it was interesting because the whole thing was such a crisis, you know, Rory's dropping out of college and what are we going to do? And Emily's like, and hey, arrested. This arrested. Is, yeah, and Emily's like, oh, none of that happened. This is great. I've got her right where I want her. I'm going to give her all these pastries and make coffee and redecorate this house for her. And um, I just thought it was an interesting reaction in light of what happened later in the episode when Lorelai shows up and is basically like, okay, you got your new and improved Lorelai, you know, well played. I thought that was, um, that was an interesting uh, moment for me. It, it's so funny because I saw it the complete opposite way. I oh, really? saw it, yeah, I, and it's so funny because everyone has different perspectives, but I saw it as you thought you were going to come here and this is how you're going to be treated with me bringing you breakfast and all this. But I think it was like the calm before the storm. Like this is not mm. what you're getting if you're moving in here. Oh, I, think, oh, I did not see it that way. At all. Yeah. I, I, cause you know, as the episode went on and I don't mean to jump ahead, but just to make this one point, I think that, you know, Richard and Emily are like, we're going to fix this. We're going to get her back to Yale. Cause at the end of the day, they want her to go to Yale. It's not like they want her to live this life. So I thought of it as let's butter up a little bit. Make like, you know, She's about to go to court. Let's get that over with. And then she has to work. She can't sleep in because the first thing Emily says is, you're still asleep. <laughs> so that's why I thought of that. Like you got to oh, wake I'm up Suzanne. early. I, I, I'm with Suzanne. I think so that funny. Emily is so happy about this. She's got her precious grandchild living there. She's redecorating. She's and the eight thirty thing is because in what world does anyone sleep past eight thirty? So that to me is just a grandma being a grandma. Yeah, she's got the breakfast spread, the decorating, the swatches on the chairs, the furniture's out in the blink of an eye. Oh, <laughs> everything's wonderful. I think it's later in the episode that you realize, oh, this is a disaster. The she gets way more community service than they ever expected. Yeah. It's on her record. She's on probation. Lorelai comes over and is just so pissed and shows, you know, Emily starts to realize when Michelle is there and whatever, I'm jumping ahead, but it's whatever, mm-hmm. where they realize like, oh, wait, this isn't all unicorns and rainbows. This is a effing disaster. Yeah. You know, I didn't believe that scene. I didn't believe the 300 hours community service. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. You thought the judge wouldn't do that? No, I I don't think in the, and maybe it's happened in the real world, but I I didn't buy it. I agree with you. The only reason why I did is because she's not, like she's over 18. She's not a minor. 
That's the only reason why. I don't even think they would have wasted the court's time with that. I'm not a lawyer. Right. To me, wouldn't that have all been settled? We're not actually going to court for that and wasting some judge's time. Like that was to me, like the lawyers would have hammered it out. Like, I mean, I guess it is a felon's felony. So maybe, but I don't know. I was going to say, it's like if you stole a car again, I don't know how this stuff works, but like you stole a car. Would you go and stand in front of a lawyer for that? Sure. In front of a judge, you mean? Sorry. in front. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. In front of a judge. So like would a boat like that's what I was thinking. I think it it would be the same as like a car. No. Listen, a car is different because that's somebody's primary mode of transportation. You're preventing that person from earning a no. living. You're disrupting, maybe not getting a person to dialysis, and maybe that's costing somebody's life. Good if you thought, steal but somebody's disagree. car. But but if you're stealing a boat, a yacht, felony a is a felony. Boat, well, I, hang on. Let me let me finish. If you're stealing a boat, that's not being used very much, and you're not no. using that as a primary mode of transportation to get to work or to get your grandfather to dialysis or whatever it is, or your child think, to chemo or something like that. It's a much think they take less that serious account? event. I, I they should. I think it's uh, just felony is a certain amount of money, and that's that. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think I think I think your point is, you know, uh, you know, I I. I I guess this judge, and they didn't make this clear, was seeing a lot of rich kids getting off with this, you you know, these lack sentences, and she was tired of it. You know, yeah, when she was, I think you're when right. other kids that were doing the same kind of things were going to jail, or they getting three hundred hours, and she was just yep. sick of it. I think and you're that's right. Probably what it was, but three hundred yeah. hours for Rory, I can see three hundred hours for Logan because it's second offense, right? Is, or is, like is, tenth is offense. Well, sure, but <laughs> yeah. Rory first offense, nice kid. Like judge, come on. She she you know, she's from a good family, but she didn't grow up with money and that's there you go, Scott. Yeah. Why didn't she say I'm not she's like, privileged? She's not well, privileged. Yeah. And that's a bad lawyer right there, not pointing that out to a prosecutor and the prosecutor not or 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 or, or the judge would need would surely need to know that in the documents. She's not privileged, right? She's I not. I agree. I think you're right, Scott. I think the judge. Look, I I I'm not a lawyer, but a judge can overrule any kind of plea bargain, right? Like mm-hmm. whatever the terms they came to, the judge right. can overrule it, which the judge did in this case. Right. But she, I was wondering why Roy didn't give a speech like Your Honor, like I'm going to respect you and take whatever punishment you give me, but I'm I didn't grow up privileged you know, blah, 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 blah. My grandparents paid for my schooling. That's it. Well, that's where I was going to say that is a way. If you say that to a judge, someone doesn't know you, I'm not privileged, but my grandparents paid for my schooling in Yale. I think to the average person that is privilege. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. think that her fighting that wouldn't actually to, to judge. I don't think that would matter. And also like the lawyer said that, Oh, I did this as a favor. So it made me think that like the Huntsburgers and the Gilmores are on different levels because for Logan, they can clear it and it's totally fine. And for the Gilmores, it's like, I did you a favor. This is as good as it's going to get. I want to know what Logan's punishment was and if his lawyer was better. Yeah. Yeah. I just, and I'm that sorry, Roy I should just, have actually gone with that lawyer. Yeah. I just didn't believe there were too many holes in this scene. I just didn't believe it. I didn't believe that it could happen in real life. I just didn't believe the way they, uh, with all of the oversights and what the judge didn't know. And it, it mm-hmm. just, it just didn't ring true to me. And all. Richard's not going to create a scene like that. 
in no, a courtroom. Like not, that no. was a little bit like he's not doing that. It's not like she got, you know, a year in prison or, you know, she's going to have to go to into the and who's gal for 300 three, hours. Three months. is not that much. It's That's, a lot. Are you kidding me? That's an hour a day for almost a year. Yeah, but you that's, do ten, you do eight hours, hours at a time. That's two hours of community service even, a day she, for half a year. I she, mean, come on. That's if you did it every Saturday and Sunday. It would take it would take you a no, year. No, it's thirty-seven days. So divided it's, by but two. It's thirty-seven eight, weekends you're year, giving up. Six months. She stole a yacht, Scott. <laughs> like she should have to do Listen, it. Like, I'm I'm right here, uh, uh, right here. I, there's boats right outside my window. I'm going to steal a yacht this weekend. See what happens. There's a hurricane coming. Be a perfect let's, opportunity let's to steal this a yacht out. or let's two. Test. I want to see in the provinces what the heck's going on with the laws. I'm not. If I, they see me They'll probably deport you back to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, for, if you stole a yacht and you have to give up six months of weekends right. to do your community service, that sounds reasonable. But she wasn't stealing a five. yacht to transport. They weren't. They weren't transporting illegal drugs. They weren't stealing true, a yacht. To s- they didn't try to resell it. They they didn't wreck it. They they. It was just a prank. It was just a thing. A momentary lapse in judgment for an emotional couple, well, young the, couple. But but think. if it was your yacht, wouldn't you want the perpetrator to have some punishment? Hmm? Well, I'd sit down and maybe uh, want to get to know him a little bit and talk to him, <laughs> see who the heck they were. I also think and they're why throwing they the did book it. at I want her. an explanation. If I if I'm come face to face with Rory and her story, I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna prosecute this. They're I'm throwing not, the book ridiculous. at her because the judge is sick of privilege, right? And people thinking they can come in there with their fancy lawyers and blah blah blah. But I also think what they take into account is like she could have hurt somebody. She's stealing a yacht. It's a felony. She could have taken the yacht and hit some, gotten an accident. Fish? So, yeah. Hit a, hit a porpoise? What, no, what, I think they're like, girl, you stole a yacht. It's a freaking felony. Don't she do that. She didn't steal crap. a yacht. Logan stole the yacht. She Hell, did. It. I'm not an attorney. I could have gotten her off. She was, just, she was, she the was an unwilling accomplice. She was the creator it was of idea. it. <laughs> it was her idea. She, she wasn't was not an accomplice. He was the accomplice. Yeah. She it started matter. it. A good lawyer changes the story. You don't admit to it. She said, let's it's, 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 come on, guys. This, what, well, a, what a bad lawyer. Well, yeah, I don't think he did a great job. She should have come in there without the not grandparents, the, not, not acting like she was made of money. But mm. I digress. Let's, let's I didn't even know there was a law against stealing a yacht. It's just a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you steal a sailboat or a dinghy or a fishing boat. Yeah, there should be a law against that. But a yacht, people should be able to use anybody's yacht anytime they want. That's how I feel. Oh, my God. I could get right. elected to office in certain places on that platform. We switch, <laughs> we switch gears to Kirk has literally a suitcase full of diamond rings. Mm-hmm. That made me laugh when he was talking about old women need companionship. That that was I mean, a good bit. That was yeah. definitely a, that was a really <laughs> good bit. That was that was one of the better Kirk bits, you know. It was uh, pretty great. I'm not. It also lie. gave gave Luke one of his funniest lines uh, when he when he when he came back with the well, you, you know how, how's the what what was the line? It was your creepy friendships with really old women might do the trick. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have that as my favorite line of the whole episode. That was a good line. That was a good line. You know, I can't, I'm considering proposing to Lulu. Like, I don't want her to know. Well, your creepy <laughs> friendships with really old women might do the trick. That whole scene was really it was, good. It was really good. I might venture to say that whole thing was flawless. Because it's like you know, suddenly Kirk's got another job. The whole thing. It also know, I think that's, that's Luke at his best. When he's listening to all this craziness and reacting to it. Agree. You know, that's that's know. Luke at its best. I yes. really think that's funny. Anyway, uh, sorry, uh, Tara, what were you saying? Oh, no, I was going to say, it's kind of funny how, like, when Luke's doing something, Kirk kind of mirrors it. Like, suddenly Kirk totally. wants the house, and now right, suddenly right, right. he wants to marry Lulu. It's it's funny. Oh, my God, that's such a good call out. I didn't think about that before. And what a heartless bastard wanting the ring back because he wants to give it to Lulu. It's like, no, totally. sorry, pal. Also, no, I no. did I did love the please, Luke, please, please, please. <laughs> did you get it? Who the callback who, from the first episode. Oh, who yeah. said that? Who said that? Kirk? Kirk said it. Mm-hmm. Well, what was yeah. the callback? To the what first episode did, of the, the whole pilot. series. The pilot. Yeah. It's Lorelai's first line of the entire uh, series is right, please, right, Luke, right. please, please, please. Really? Gosh, that's a good one. Good, good catch. <laughs> yeah. So then we see Logan and Rory on the date, drink, dinner, movie. And she's like, huh, this doesn't feel right. And then we get the surprise. You're a felon party. (laughs) Thoughts? You know, I what was going on in the background to the right when they were sitting at the bar where there were these three guys that were just like. Yeah, Some they, of the extras <laughs> were a little bit too noticeable. It was a little because I kept looking at them like, A, what are they doing at that party? <laughs> and B, <laughs> I mean, it looks like so three, it same. looked like three gangbangers like got into the party and put on their felon suit. Looked like three real felons, actually. <laughs> so maybe do you think the rich that. kids brought in three real felons? <laughs> to, to give it like some the, some reality the background because actors were a bit distracting it like, was distracting like, no Whoa. amy i i agree because i noticed that i was like this doesn't I, work well i couldn't focus <laughs> i couldn't focus on rory and like it doesn't work as a, and the as girl a, from um wednesday uh, with one peanut you know, oh, I like that. I, I thought that was. Ricky. I like that. I like that. Like, that was two funny. peanuts. She was the one that clearly doesn't remember. We no. I didn't mind the scene. I liked the scene. I liked everybody in the scene, but it was just like my attention get, get kept getting pulled to the thugs totally. in the background. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are these guys doing? The one guy's jumping and like <laughs> swinging his arms in the air all the time and trying to hit something. And like, if I'm directing this episode, I'm like guys tone it down right tone it down and you know you think it was just a filler scene no no i thought it was a good scene no i like the scene i, I like think, the idea I think the of the con- scene i think the conversation was good i mean like the location <laughs> like see i right. liked it because we get the juxtaposition so i have a couple questions on this one is we get the juxtaposition of like her committing this crime and it very much tracks with Logan that instead she's got a surprise party. You're a felon and it's a big old party at school. Mm. So it's like that. I mean, that, to me, that right. feels like she was totally accepted. She's being totally accepted. She's got a good group of friends and she's having a great life. And, yeah. you know, I just had a birthday on set here and 
they brought me a cake and the night before it was a big dinner and they brought me a cake and you really feel loved and accepted mm-hmm. and and it's just kind of a wonderful feeling mm-hmm. right yeah that everybody's sort of you know take made the effort um yeah she's got good and friends it's there and they got some, she's got some good friends I mean, like logan say what you want he organized this mm-hmm. he got every you know he probably paid for all the costumes and let's make rory feel special and and he did. She felt special and loved and accepted. And I and she went in and danced and started, yeah, you know, dancing. And it was like, oh, I like seeing Rory like that. You know, she's happy. Yeah. You know? Correct. Hey. She's totally happy. Suzanne, you go because I have a weird flag on this. I I have a flag on this too. I I I didn't. I mean, I I do see your point, Scott, that she's like accepted by this crowd. But I thought the whole idea of the party was just really crass. And this scene, we kind of went out of order because this scene came before the courtroom scene. And so Mm -hmm. I think this was kind of just pointing to the whole thing about what spoiled rich brats these are, that they're all celebrating Uh, that she got arrested for a felony. Like, this is just hilarious. And it's something that we all need. It's very Logan. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. The whole thing bugged me. You know, I I think 20 years ago. I think 20 years ago, people didn't hate the rich as much as they hate the rich now. Well, I just think it's like it's a different world. Everybody's looking through a different lens now where where, you know, not to get into politics, but the landscape now, the atmosphere now is is just so touchy. And it's Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, the the rich are being vilified to a degree that we've really I don't know if we've ever seen it uh, in the Western Hemisphere. So it's so it's a little different. you know, back yeah, then it was like it, it was a little different. So that's, here's my question on it. Throw that, put that in. There. I'm just going to inject. Fair, fair that note. In. No, no, no. Fair note. But here's my actual question. So these kids are all at Yale, right? Mm-hmm. So I went to UC Berkeley. It's fairly prestigious college, right? Like it's. Oh, it's you a, think? It's sure. A really good it's... school. Here's my point. Yes. I went to Berkeley. Let's compare it to Yale. Dropping out of school was not cool. It would not have been something considered cool. It would have not been something that you bragged about. Frankly, yes, maybe you could take a semester off to go abroad or you take a semester off for a, you know, intense internship. Dropping out of school to live at your grandparents is not cool. It's not something you would be bragging about. And it's something you would frankly be a bit embarrassed about. So that was my flag is like, these kids are all at Yale. They're not thinking if this was real, that this is cool, that this girl stole a yacht and is now quitting school, they would be like, maybe they could take a handle the yacht part with her crowd, not the quitting school part. These people all go to Yale. They I, they would be like, why are you bragging about living at your grandparents' house? Well, and I think that's why Paris's role in this episode totally. is so important because she is that like what are you doing? Are you being stupid? Mm-hmm. And then right. I, think, I think Logan like tried because he's like, mm-hmm. but you like school, but he's also trying to like please her. Right. Exactly right, Tara. So he's kind of playing devil's advocate. Like, you know, I know you aren't in going to school, but you're also my girlfriend, but you're also making a stupid decision when like, then you can have Paris come in. And doesn't he say like, correct me if I'm wrong now, I'm mixing it up, but like, he says, I give it one month. There we and go. Okay. Like, That's no, she brags about it. He says, I, I, I give you one month. You'll be back. 
And she's like, no, like, I'm one, loving one this. And I, me. I was like, but wouldn't, wouldn't one month be summer? Like, remember how in the last episode I said, you know, Amy, you said give her a couple days to get over it. And I said, give her the summer. Isn't it basically what Logan's saying? Like, just take a summer off, like go on vacation, whatever, and then come back. Can we can we talk about the 800 pound gorilla in the room? Of course. Okay. We have a situation where uh, the Huntsburgers have pretty much abused Rory in -hmm. their own home at a dinner. (laughs) And now we have another situation. Number two, incident number two, where uh, Mitchum Huntsberger has completely crushed the ego hopes and dreams of Rory. So that's, that's, blow number two knockout blow number two and this has yet to be addressed in any way shape or form by richard or emily where where are those scenes because this answers all of the questions that you all have yeah keep watching Okay. All right. We we just haven't had that moment yet. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, but it's, it's like, boy, is it taking a long time? It it, correct. And if that's my daughter and somebody crushed her in that way, oh my, I don't care how powerful a person I'd be on their doorstep or at least be on the phone immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you talk to my daughter that way? And you get and get your daughter yeah. and you said, you will call my daughter and you will apologize and it's you will fair, take back everything you said to her because we comment. have invested blood, sweat and tears. We love this girl. And how dare you talk to her like that? Because it's really what he said to her was um, it's the reason she wants to take a year off of school. She 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 cannot. See the forest for the trees anymore. And it's a big yeah. life-changing event. It's a big moment. Yep. She's confused. She's lost. And I don't blame her. Because if I don't know, take any one of you at 20, 21 years old, or she's 20, no, she's 19 or 20 at this point. Mm-hmm. And somebody, and you love, you really have love something, and you go to you're going to school for it, and you you're doing making really good progress, and somebody that powerful in the business lowers the in your in your business that you want to enter it lowers the boom like that we'd all ra- react the same way mm-hmm. you know we would let's let's face it you know you, nobody can withstand that kind of a of a punch that's a big punch so yeah, i actually think the punch she got at the huntsberger's house was worse than Mitchum telling her she wasn't, she didn't have, she wasn't cut out for journalism. Mm. I could have ignored that. I think what happened to her at the Huntsburgers was gnarly. Pretty awful. I think it added to it though, Amy. I think, I think if that dinner Mm -hmm. didn't happen, this could have been a different situation. I think the dinner following the letdown was just like a recipe for a disaster. Mm -hmm. No wonder she stole a yacht. (laughs) <laughs> Good lawyer would have pointed this out. She had a bad dinner at the Huntsburgers, and then she got the <laughs> knockout punch from Mitchum. It's like you know, but he's Mitchum's. Is it wasn't? But he, but this lawyer had no uh, aff- affiliation with the Huntsburgers, right? It was just Richard's guy, right? You deserve to treat yourself, so take your tax refund and turn it into a U fund 
with a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs, from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement, family plan discounts, four lines, all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts, Walmart Plus membership requires active service on Straight Talk Gold or Platinum Unlimited plans. One offer per eligible Straight Talk account, standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the cast and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. So in reverse, we're, we're backing up a little bit, but I think Tar brought it up and it's super important to talk about. The scene with Paris coming over to the house with Lorelai and Luke. First of all, I love the scene because she's so epic and calls Logan yeah. a Christopher Atkins wannabe. You mean, you mean the scene with Lorelai and uh, uh, John Travolta? 
Yes, you're in the, <laughs> first of all, I did want to bring up the wing chair. You're sitting in that wing chair, which we've sort of seen before, but I don't know that we've ever seen it so directly with your feet on the ottoman and the awkward giant Kleenex box. Like I was just like, really? We have to have that like leopard giant Kleenex box. And in comes Paris. And I love the whole thing. Like, he, who are you? Which I thought they'd met. But I, I guess they probably did just at like the graduation, right? And Chilton, yeah. She there was that episode where she came to Stars Hollow and they were in the diner and she thought right. Luke was running yeah. a prostitution ring or something. I can't oh, remember right. when she was barefoot. Was. When she was right. barefoot in the street. No, it was a different episode than that. I no, can't no, remember no. which one it was, no. but she wanted to do a story about small town life and she was really right. suspicious of everybody and right. Yeah, 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 so they, she that, that part, yeah. she knows yeah. him, so whatever. That was a little weird, but... But she probably didn't recognize him dressed as uh, Barry <laughs> Jim. <Jim-Jim. Jim. laughs> <laughs> she did. So true. So true. So they have that scene. Lorelai gives her the number, the whole thing. But, but the point is, Paris is right. She's like, yeah. why... Is she quitting school? You need to do something about this. And then Luke, so then Paris leaves and Luke kind of joins in and says like, yeah, what are we going to do about this? And I I kind of agree. Like, what are we going to do about this? Do you think, um, actually a question for everyone. Do you think Lorelai is doing the right thing? At least let's say not big picture for the first week or two of her living there to just let her be. Mm-hmm. Do you because I do because mm-hmm. I think that if I were Lorelai, oh, yeah. I would have yeah. been like, I'm not showing up to your court date. Mm-hmm. You went against what we talked about that you're going to mm-hmm. go to school and you went against behind my back and went to my parents. Like, I wouldn't go support her, but yeah, I feel like eventually I, yeah. I would come around, but definitely not in this moment. Yeah, I totally so, agree. I would just let her stew for a little bit and mm-hmm. be like, This is what you chose, so let's see how this works out for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also summer. It's very confusing because I thought it was summer, but now is school back? Because why are they all there for the prison party? Like, it's very confusing, the timeline. And then we learn she's about to turn 21 in October, right? Like, I can't figure out mm-hmm. what what month is it? I think it's mm-hmm. still well, no, summer, it's summer because Paris is talking about how they got a duplex, but they haven't moved into it yet. So I think exactly. it's still like midsummer, but getting ready for fall. Well, and because- Babette even acknowledges that it's summer mm-hmm. in that scene where she's like, is it true? There's a problem, you know, and Luke kind of diffuses it. I think there's a mention of it being summer. So my thing is, why are they all at Yale? All those kids would be home. Well, well, I think it's if, the people if it's who August, don't go home. all those kids would be in Europe with their families. Exactly. Oh, right. That's right. They're not at Yale. No, the, they're not in even the in Connecticut. They're not. They're not. Right. They're in Europe. They're escaping the heat in Europe. Well, that I actually, yeah. the one thing is that didn't when she stole the yacht, wasn't it like finals? So mm-hmm. wouldn't this be like and then our, our new season starts the same time the last season ended. So wouldn't it be like Still the end of June, yeah. beginning of July. That's true. That's why it makes zero sense that all those kids are at the local Yale bar. I mean, there there's are some, some kids some who sometimes stay around, even though. Yeah, but we not have everybody. A lot of letters to write yeah. to the. Yes. Not everybody. There are some flags for sure. Maybe if school had just gotten out, they hadn't all gone to Europe yet. No. Yeah. Right. No, we said if it's August, they're not there. They're not in the United States or they're in Palm Beach. 
Exactly. So, okay. But in August, I don't know. In a, in a bit of a filler scene that I found epically relatable, the sweaty biker at the <laughs> Dragonfly Inn. Oh, God. Oh, God. Michelle's never been that funny. Move. Could you move your arm, please? That was, and uh, I that literally was would have done the same thing. 100%. Peter Sellers level funny. I was waiting. I, I would have waited oh, till the guy left, great. but Lorelai then that with the foot on the sweaty <laughs> magazine and being like, Michelle, I would have done that too. I'm like, oh God, that sweaty person is catching oh, all my beautiful stuff. Michelle at his best. That was, that was best Michelle. Also, did anyone do what I did funny. and zoom in to see that it was Julianne Moore on the cover of that W magazine, but no, I did didn't, not. Didn't did not do that. <laughs> I did. No. So then, what did you guys think of then Lorelai having Michelle at the house when Emily came to get the stuff, and the stuff is just all a mess and the whole thing? I thought it was funny. Mm. I I thought it was. I funny don't. Too. I don't want to talk. I wouldn't want to talk to to my mom either yeah i mean it's it's the same thing like, like we were just talking about with rory she's like okay i'm washing my hands of this you guys made your bed now you lie in it you guys figure it out mm-hmm. i think the issue is that emily and richard are acting like it's just a normal day when for lorelei it's not and i think she's lorelei's trying to prove her point like this mm-hmm. isn't normal mm-hmm yeah plus, and it's I, like, plus plus i think lorelei feels she's lost the battle she's lost her daughter yeah she, she's empty nesting to a degree which she'd never experienced before and, and why on does top Lorelai- of that she has to deal with a gloating gloating yes. emily yeah it's t- tough and why does lorelei have to clean up her kid's messy crap when the kid is totally no, doing the like, wrong things how can you over yeah you do right. it rory i'm not cleaning this up Right. Like you get to live in a guest house, a pool house, and now you need someone to come deliver your clothes with yeah, servants. I mean, with- <laughs> right. Like, what? <laughs> I did think, though, the scene when she wakes them up in and their was- bed, which we <laughs> haven't seen. So we're getting to see something we haven't seen. She cut Richard's. It's so funny and awesome. I was like, this is amazing. The scorpion and the frog story, which I've weirdly heard like numerous times lately. I have no idea why. It, the whole thing was awesome. Mm. I love that scene when uh, Emily said, you scared me half to death. And Lorelai says, oh, follow through has always, <laughs> always been my weak point. <laughs> oh. yeah. I also was trying to figure out what time they went to bed because then she goes back and she's like talking to Luke. I'm like, did they go to bed at like right. seven? Is it? Yeah, because black? it's the same oh, time true. that Luke and Babette are talking, and there's like people walking around the square, every and everything. Was, and Richard and Emily are like out cold. And well, wouldn't it take her like an hour to get? <laughs> she makes it home to cry in Rory's bedroom for Luke to pick her up for dinner. So if they're going to dinner latest, let's say it's eight and, o'clock. No, it will, that means say, like, Richard and Emily went to bed at six. <laughs> Well, they all, to- they are older. No, but it was know. pitch black, and like it still takes an hour to get <laughs> back from Hartford. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a little issue there with the timeline. That's- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not like she was. Uh-huh. They were down the street. <laughs> oh God! Uh-huh. I mean, look, uh-huh. I know Scott's not going to agree, but 
Mm. I, I like I like the episode. I did too. I enjoyed it. I enjoy, I laughed my butt off. I really enjoyed yeah. the episode. Don't get me wrong. It was jam packed you know? too. Jam. It was. It was a really good episode. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we stated that at the top. I mean, we usually do. And right. But I I think it was a very strong episode. I really enjoyed it. Sure, I had a bone to pick with the beginning, but you know nobody cares what I think. Um, they do. They do. <laughs> nobody cares. Uh, but I, as long as people enjoyed it, you know that's the main thing. And uh, you and know, I've been uh, nervous about season six. And I actually yeah. thought it was off to a good start. I oh, think I'm so still... too. I think it's a good, good, good premiere episode. Good premiere episode. Good premiere episode. I'm still <clears throat> very strong. I know fans will agree because I've seen it in the comments, but this is personally for me where, like, if I'm binging, I fall off on my normal binges this season. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, a lot of people don't love it. Yeah. Really? It, yeah, this is usually like, I'll, it, it's so funny because I always start my binge and then we get here and I start season six and a little bit into it is when my binge usually dies out. Well, the, okay, so let's let's look at it from, you know, the diehard fans point of view. I mean, they've really stuck by the show and now we're getting this sort of crescendo-y thing happening where all of these storylines are are sort of not working out in the way that anybody had hoped that they would work out. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's Rory doing living with Richard and Emily in the pool right. house and not going yeah. to Yale? It's like the wheels are coming off this thing. Um, you got a Luke and Lorelai resolution. They're getting married, but <laughs> you may or may not disagree with how it was executed, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's all this... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm really, really interested to to see how the fans chime in oh. uh, on the Instagram page or how oh, they just what, wait. What There's they a mean. part of this season that fans, yeah, hate. Really don't like, huh? Oh, oh, really? oh, oh, hate. So wait a minute. Has has the dynamic changed here, uh, Tara? You've seen all the episodes, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Amy, you have too. Of course, many times. And, and oh, Suzanne, Suzanne, you've seen all the episodes. Mm -hmm. But you're you're the only one. Oh, that's I'm, right. I'm yeah. the Lone Ranger out here. Yeah. That is so true. We wow. don't have the Virgin Gilmore anymore. We, no, yeah. Well, you do with me, right? But you'll yeah. some things will come back to you because you'll remember working with that person. So, yeah. like when we get to one of the things that people hate, you will have memories of working with this person. Yeah. <laughs> But, okay, but you also haven't but you haven't <laughs> seen the scenes that you're not really in so it kind That's of is right. like it's brand yeah. new i was like, I, you know I, amy, I don't hate season uh, six amy i was I so so i so uh glad you brought up the john travolta lookalike <laughs> contest third <laughs> place of john i, mean, I just it was don't just get like, it you nailed that you nailed that because i didn't sorry get it, it was either. just weird it's like and i, and I say it out of like <laughs> you're a cute guy i don't get it Se separately before we go and i will say you're allowed to talk about it i'm getting kind of pumped for sullivan's crossing i'm not gonna lie you know they dropped the trailer we've now seen the trailer yeah yeah man we're uh and that's why us. i'm feisty because i'm i'm working a lot and these are big emotional scenes so i'm mm -hmm. my emotions are right on the surface you're pretty right major you're pretty major in the trailer like well you know it's it's sullivan's it's crossing show. that's my campground <laughs> you're, are you sullivan 
I'm Sullivan. Yeah, I'm Sully oh, Sullivan. <laughs> well, yeah, because in the trailer, it's weird. I think either you come first or the I think it goes Scott Patterson, the girl's name. And no, then no, 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 no. It's it's Morgan Cohan. She's she's the girl. She's she's the lead of the show. OK, got it. Then. So, you, I mean, I mean, Jeff. there's there's actually three of us that are. Okay. But it's really like the show is from her point of view. OK, got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, and then it's myself and uh, Chad and Michael Chad. Murray, right? Well, so I'm, the, I'm we're getting the, pumped. We're, I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting pumped. It's you're you're gonna like it. I can't wait. Yeah, it's Good. nothing like Gilmore Girls. It's it's a really, it's a it's a it's a rom drum. I can't it's, wait. It, it's really something. Yeah, you're gonna like. And it. we all need something to watch because this. <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna like this. And just what you get to season two, because we got renewed for a second season with by the CW with that. They hadn't even, you know, aired That's the first so one. They don't, even, they don't even know if anybody's going to watch a thing, but they kind of know that a lot of people are going to yeah. watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, so, it's, okay. It's, so be, be, before we get to that, everybody has to give their mm-hmm. rating. Yes. On this episode, season six premiere. I don't think we've blown up enough premiere. Mm. What do y'all give it? You go last, Scott. I give it a 9.4. 9. 9.4. Uh, uh, ladies rings who've sadly passed away that Kurt acquired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll give it a 9.2 sofas. <laughs> the, the ones that she has to pick from. Sit here, right. Um, I'll give it 9... Bottles of Zima. Oh, good one. (laughs) Bring it back to Zima. Oh, my God. Um, Let me see. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, 8.75 really lousy lawyers. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually really good, too. I'm throwing a big, I got to throw a big flag on the opening scene. Uh, I know people love it. I was not enamored of that. I never was. And uh, so that's why the deduction. Sorry. That's fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Before we tell the next episode, is is there just football on 24 hours a day at your house? Because it's <laughs> we're taping this what are you on talking a about? What Thursday. Are you talking what day is it? It's a Thursday behind <laughs> you. It's behind, just football. What? Turn around. What? Turn around. <laughs> I did notice that. I, I don't know. No, it's I'm not watching football. football. No, I had I had a little I had a spot of lunch, uh, and I was there was a ball game on, so I was watching a baseball game. Well, yeah, and it's like just so people listening, Scott's like a lot later than us now. You're four like hours four different. Hours. Yeah, I'm four hours ahead of you guys. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. how's the rest of my day gonna go? <laughs> it's like I gotta wait till ten thirty for the stock market to open. I go crazy. It's like you know. <laughs> Like halfway to lunch, and I haven't even traded a stock yet. Um, Never once ever in fifty years of life paid attention to the when the stock market opened or what was happening on it. Oh, really? I, I know that's bad to say, but never uh, even occurred to me to check uh, that. Well, well <laughs> what, you know, what you, you, you've got bigger fish to fry. What, what can I say? You know, what episode uh, is? <laughs> wait a minute, favorite lines. Oh, I gave mine earlier. It's the one about the creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, I'm going to go with the Luke line about the uh, Kirk's creepy obsession with elderly. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to have to go with the callback. 
but because I don't think I've really noticed it every time. This oh, time, please, I please, it. please, mm-hmm. from Kirk. What about one, 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 one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with um, the in the scene when Paris goes to Lorelai's house and she's talking about Rory leaving school, and she says. Um, She's the only one that stays in the room until I'm completely done saying something. <laughs> that was a good line. It oh, that was so good. good. That is so true. I laughed. Uh, that whole thing was great. This Christopher yeah. Atkins wannabe. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, everybody. That's going to wrap us up for uh, <laughs> New and Improved Lorelei Season 6 premiere episode. Episode 1. Uh, thank you, my intrepid crew, Tara Sood, Amy Sugarman. Welcome uh, to the Wolfpack here, Suzanne French. Yeah, Suzanne, 10 out of 10 for you. Good job. Oh, thank you. Yeah, nice <laughs> nice debut yourself. It was fun. Uh, and we're happy to have you. Um, anyway, that's going to do it uh, for this, this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for downloading. Best fans on the planet. Stay safe, everybody. And remember, we... I am all in. All the best. Forget follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 